1: Yo, 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 what up guys, it's uh, it's Rob Strauss, you may know me as Robbie E from Professional Wrestling, from Reality TV, so here's the deal, I thought racing around the world, I thought getting thrown around a wrestling ring for a living were, uh, were pretty much top notch as far as hard things that you could do in your life, but nine months when I was introduced to my baby twins, Cash and Carter, I have realized that being a dad and dealing with babies, doing a lot of crazy things is the hardest thing that any human could possibly experience. And the one thing I refused to do was to get what we all know as a dad bod, okay? We all know what a dad bod is. So I am now officially the dad bod destroyer. That's, I tried to make it sound cool by speaking like that. Anywho, here's the deal. Every Monday I have hooked up with muscle and fitness and what we are gonna do is bring to you some kind of workout that you could do to stay fit, to avoid getting a dad bod while still entertaining and taking care of your two babies, three babies, one babies, eight babies, whatever babies, okay? Robbie E is going to bring it to you, muscle and fitness is going to bring it to you, and we're doing it every Monday, starting this week. Can't wait. Boom! See you Monday.
3: This is the two-man power chip of wrestling brought to you today, Empowered by our good friends over at IRWnetwork.com. Head on over to the IRW Network today and download brand new episodes every single week of the Triple Threat podcast featuring the franchise Shane Douglas as well as John and myself, the two-man power trip of wrestling, streaming as we speak with the entire archive available at your fingertips, and it's all going on down at IRWnetwork.com. And don't just listen to us. Check out The Boss, Eric Bischoff, and his show, Bischoff on Wrestling's Overrun, as well as WrestleZone Daily and Capital Wrestling, and all the amazing content they've got going on over at IRWNetwork.com, and check it out today, but first, listen to that Triple Threat podcast uploaded every single week on IRWNetwork.com, and if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner on this show the one and only John Paz. And John, today we are welcoming back a guest that we had on nearly a year ago to the date as we welcome in the dad bod destroyer, GFW's own Robbie E joins the program today. And he, like I said, he's coming back for round two after round one might be a little hazy to Robbie E. And we dive deep into that as the last time we spoke with Robbie, he was experiencing a natural disaster down in Orlando, Florida. And what happened was it caused the impact tapings to be canceled and it caused all of the impact talent to be kind of hauled up in a hotel. And uh, these guys lived it up and had a great time. And that happened to be when we caught Robbie E to promote an appearance he had coming up at our greatest and most favorite subway location in the world down at subway in Kingsburg, New Jersey, where ironically, John's going to tell you in a few minutes here about a recent appearance that we also promoted for Subway Keensburg featuring somebody who has a little bit of a gripe with Robbie E. And I'm going to let John handle that in a minute here. But with bringing Robbie E. back on the show here, we're here to talk about his brand new dad bod destroyer program that he's got going on at muscleandfitness.com. Every single Monday, Robbie E. is uploading a brand new workout for, quote, the dad buds to get on and work out until they can get into the shape that they need to be in. Because as I know, and John, as you know, being a dad, you never find the proper amount of time to get yourself uh, into the workout position When you want, there's always something going on in the house. There's always something happening, especially in our world. There's always some kind of interview that needs to be done. So sometimes it's easy to neglect the workout or the calisthenics or some kind of exercising but with Robbie E. and Muscle and & Fitness, they've come up with the Dad Bod Destroyer program that Robbie's going to tell us all about that might make it a little bit easier for dads to find the time to do some simple workouts that Robbie has laid out for everybody that might help you get to where you want to be and uh, if my dad bod could look like Robbie E's dad bod, then I think uh, a lot of people out there would jump on the same diet and the same exercise program because Robbie E is what we like to call a physical specimen, and that is a tribute to him because he has been in amazing shape his entire career, and we do get to cover a lot of that career in the last episode we did. But like I said, Robbie was uh, was in a little bit of uh, a little bit rough shape. So we covered some things on that episode, and I think we did a good job of not kind of double-dipping and asking the same questions. But we get a lot of great content here out of Robbie E. and John. That's where I'm going to welcome you in here. Talk about Robbie E. and the Dad Bod Destroyer. Talk about this feud that we've got brewing here on the two-man power trip. Quite possibly one of the hottest feuds in wrestling brewing under our noses as we speak. Stemming from the last episode, one of the last ones that we had here before 300 and tell us what we have to look forward to in this episode here with the one and only dad bod destroyer himself, Robbie E.
2: Yes, Chad, back at it again. A two-man power trip of wrestling, and this time part two. Of Robbie E., yes, Robbie E. returns to the two-man power trip with a vengeance, and this time he was actually sober. Yes, like we joke around at the top of the interview with Robbie, he was saying that, you know, he's glad to be sober this time around because the last time he was a little inebriated. And you know what? it was pretty funny and, and it's still a pretty good interview regardless but when you think about the circumstances surrounding you know why he was drinking what was going on he was down there in the orlando florida area he was stuck in a hurricane he was alone in the hotel room with grado so you know basically what else are you gonna do you're gonna sit there and, and stare at him or you're gonna get drunk and you know uh have a little fun while the hurricane hits and you got nothing else going on and that tapings were canceled and nothing was going on wrestling wise and the parks were closed so you know what else are you gonna do drink and uh, get a little drunk and uh, hang out with grado so hey we uh, we don't mind that but obviously this time around he was sober and was a great little chat and we got to talk about muscle and fitness of course we got to talk about his twins got to talk about How he is a dad now, but he is still working out, still in great shape. And if you check out the videos on muscle and fitness and you just look that up online, you just say, wow, I mean, this guy's in great shape. He's not getting that dad bod. He is the dad bod destroyer still working out still keeping in a tremendous shape still working out with the kids even you know using them and showing you examples of what you can do to stay in shape while you're you know going through uh, daddiness and you're going through uh, you know their beginning part of their childhood so good stuff there from Robbie all the way around and of course we got a little bit of mention from Tommy Dreamer now when Tommy Dreamer was on our show basically took a shot at robbie e saying he couldn't believe he was doing this muscle and fitness thing he couldn't believe what he was doing with his dad bod destroyer stuff he was using his kids to work out he can't believe that so we mentioned that to robbie e in the interview and he basically came back at tommy dreamer pretty hard i would say i mean he said basically made him any kind of challenge he possibly could make to him he wants to do something against him whether it be a wrestling match whether it be a competition whether it be an eating competition maybe Robbie E. and maybe Tommy Dreamer will be making their return to Subway. Maybe we can work out something that way where Subway Kingsburg gets involved and they're able to do something there. Maybe charity, maybe not. Maybe just for pride. But I want to see if we can get something going on there because Robbie E. said that he was jealous, you know, that he's better than Tommy Dreamer. He knows that Tommy Dreamer knows that he's better than him. So really some interesting stuff came out of this and some real heated feuds. So basically, Dreamer made a remark Robbie E. made his kind of rebuttal, and in the next episode, you will hear something from Tommy Dreamer kind of has his rebuttal to Robbie E.'s rebuttal. So that's some great stuff, and uh, it's really a big-time feud brewing here, and it's all, you know, on the two-man power trip, so definitely stay tuned for that. But as far as Robbie E. in this interview is concerned, we do talk about his entire TNA run from start to finish— we go on to talk about Anthem and Jeff Jarrett. Is he still with Global Force Wrestling? What does he think of GWF? What does he think of Anthem? What does he think of Ed Norholm? What does he think of Jeff Jarrett, Dutch Mantel and the crew returning? You get all those answers and more in just a little bit. And, of course, I have to mention this. We do talk about his Sacagawea moment, if you will. The fans over there in Chile. Or so he thought you know that they were loving him over there in Chile. But maybe not as we find out Sacagawea actually means ball sack and that's what the crowd was chanting for at Robbie E so you know sit back relax and enjoy a little bit of the dad bod destroyer himself
3: Robbie E always a fun time with Robbie E and even better when he is fully aware of what's going on and not partying down there in the Orlando area on a sabbatical from the TNA tapings, and that was definitely an episode that will live in infamy. But this was really cool to have Robbie come back and talk about the Dad Bod Destroyer program, which you can check out every single Monday at MuscleAndFitness.com, and you can check it out all over their social media. You can even check it out on YouTube, where I checked out a few of the videos and just get into this Dad Bod Destroyer program. I know myself; I could definitely get back with the Dad Bod Destroyer program to where I need to be. And I know, John, you got something coming up very special in the next couple of weeks. And I know uh, maybe the Dad Bod Destroyer program's not too far in the future for you as well. But we want to thank Robbie E again for coming on. We want to thank Robbie E again for what he did to contribute to episode number three hundred. And as we start to get behind the hottest rivalry in professional wrestling right now. We look forward to Tommy Dreamer's response on the next episode of the two-man power trip. So stay tuned for that and get ready to get a little pumped up and get your dad bod on here with Robbie E in just a minute. But I want to remind you today's episode is brought to you by the IRW Network. And every single week we bring you a brand new episode of our Triple Threat Podcast with the franchise Shane Douglas over at IRWNetwork.com. And we have all kinds of content on there. We talk, of course, about old school ECW. We talk about Shane's time in WCW and the WWE. In the UWF and everywhere in between in our last episode focused a lot, strangely enough, on XPW and a lot of the things that Shane did in XPW right after ECW had closed. So if you want to check that out, head on over to IRWnetwork.com and download the latest episode of the Triple Thread podcast as well as all the archived episodes. On IRWnetwork.com And as Shane says, if you don't get the brand new episode Of the Triple Threat Podcast Then he's going to come And franchise your ass But let's get it on the road here John, hit him with a little bit of Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling Business And get it on over to Robbie E. Now for some TMPT
2: business Like us on Facebook Follow us on Twitter At Two Man Power Trip And at WrestlingPal Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, while on iTunes, check out the feed for prior legendary episodes featuring the living legend, Bruno Sammartino, the late great American Dream, Dusty Rose, The Enforcer, Arn Anderson, Ray Mysterio Jr., Glenn Kane, Jacobs, the phenomenal AJ Styles, lead WWE attorney, Jerry McDivitt, and so many others. Also, while you're on the internet, check out ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, that is ProWrestlingTees.com. They are your superstore for all your wrestling t-shirt needs. Check out our page. Check out Tito Santana, Coco Beware, Kevin Thorne, Buff Bagwell, Magnum TA, and so many others. Also, while you're on the web, check out our website, TMPTofWrestling.com. And if you're on Android, please check us out on Google Play or Player FM. Follow along with a two-man power trip in 2017 as we come to a town near you. TMPT hits the road. October 21st, we hit the Legends of the Ring in New Jersey. November 4th, we hit the big event in New York City. And the big one, the granddaddy of them all, the big guy. Wrestlecade in North Carolina on 1125 with Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. There will be a four horsemen reunion for sure. So follow along with the two-man power trip, as you never know where we may land. And now, without any further ado, a former TNA Tag Team Champion, a former TNA Television Champion, A former TNA X Division Champion, you may now know him as the Dad Bod Destroyer, he is Robbie E. Please
1: enjoy.
4: series that we're going to talk a lot about today, but before we get into that, I want to let you know he's a two-time TNA Tag Team Champion, a TNA X Division Champion, and a TNA TV Champion. He's a man about town. He is the one and only Robbie E. Thank you for coming back to the two-man power trip of wrestling.
0: Hey, and the best thing about me being on this time is I'm not hungover, which if I remember correctly, I was the last time I was on your show, correct? <laughs>
4: Um, yeah, and if we're keeping score, it was October 2016, and you, as well as many of the uh, the Impact superstars, were held up because of Hurricane Matthew passing through Orlando, and that was a uh, that was a pretty crazy ass time for you guys. But yeah, you were uh, hey, you were still a good interview. You know, we got twenty five something minutes in, so I could say uh, we still did a pretty damn good job.
0: Twenty five minutes of uh, uh, verbal <laughs> things that I said that I. Probably completely don't remember, don't know what state I was in. But I mean, hey, you know, it's a hurricane. Crap happens, you know what I mean. So obviously, you know the kind of night I had.
4: You were you were up front right at the start. You said, "Hey, you know, I'm in this hotel room. You know, we're uh, you got. I think it was literally like three days worth of TV tapings canceled. Everybody was down there. It was pretty intense, and that uh, there were some pretty uh, I hate to say, it, impactful uh, things that happened down in Orlando from that storm, but. Yeah, hey, you guys took care of business, but you were great, man. It was uh, it was cool, but to have you back now, maybe in a better uh, in a better time of the day, we're here to talk about the Dad Bod Destroyer series. Tell us about it. Tell us how it came about. And uh, I could see you're you're taking off my body style here by starting this Dad Bod series.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So when I was on the Amazing Race, is the first time that I was approached by Muscle and Fitness, and they did an article on me. Um, basically just like how do you build up your endurance to prepare for the race, how do you stay fit during the race, yada, yada, yada. It went well. We've stayed in contact. They've done a few follow-ups on me about my wrestling career. And, um, and you know, they always reach out to see what new things i got going on in my life. So they knew I had baby twins, and they saw from posting pictures and everything that I'm still in, you know, great Robbie E. shape. So, um, you know, they said, would you be interested in doing these dad bod videos to show that you could be a dad and stay fit? And obviously I said, of course. And, um, you know, the rest is history. So every every Monday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern on all of their social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, their website, YouTube, they put these videos on. They're one minute on Instagram, and then um, you get longer versions, a minute and a half to two minutes on everything else. And it's basically just me giving a workout because here's the thing. There are so many dads, there really is a thing, there really, there really is a dad bod. So I know so many guys that I went to high school with that once they get married and have kids, you see them a few years later, and they just, they just look different. They just do. Whether they're losing more hair or they have a gut or whatever it is, they start to look like a dad. They, I mean, not everyone, but a good portion of people just kind of do, and they give up on themselves to put everything into their family and their kids, which there's nothing wrong with that. But you shouldn't forget about yourselves. You know, you're still living life. So the one thing that I said and my wife said is, you know, we're not going to change as people when we start our family and have kids. You know, we're still going to stay fit and be healthy and everything. So it's basically just a little video of a tip for a workout you could do in a short period of time while you're interacting with your kids. So whether it's using your babies as dumbbells and curling them or putting them on your shoulders and doing squats with them. I mean, my kids right now weigh almost 20 pounds each. And, you know, if you're doing 200 squats with 20-pound dumbbells in your hand or 20-pound babies, you're getting a little leg workout in. And your kids are entertained. They're having fun doing it. And you kill two birds with one stone. So that's what these videos are meant to do. They're all so funny. So even if you're not a dad, you can watch them and you get a kick out of them. You know, it's Robbie E. craziness. Yeah, and that's it. You know what I mean? What do you think? I think we need to get you going on these videos, bro.
4: (laughs) You know, I'll tell you what, I mean, being a father to myself and and having the time uh, with working all week and putting in a full day and having to do responsibilities when you get home, that could be the hardest part of the day, is finding a way to take care of your body, take care of yourself, keep yourself in good shape, but when you do, you find it to be very fulfilling, and the thing I think kind of funny about what you said was, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when a guy tells his wife, I'm going to go lift the babies as dumbbells, and she only hears babies and dumbbells, so... She might think he's making fun of the kids, She might think he's making fun of the kids. But yeah, I know. I you know, look, I definitely endorse what you're doing 100% because uh, it's really cool to see that we're all kind of growing up here together. We've watched you for years on TV, but now we see you becoming a dad, and we see that transition. So was this something that you definitely thought would be really helpful for not just wrestling fans, but dads across the uh, you know across the world to kind of get on board and focus on the fitness as well as being a good dad.
0: Yeah, I mean a thousand percent, and and what better group to do it with than Muscle and Fitness? I mean you don't have to be you don't have to live a fit life or know anything about working out, and I'm pretty sure you've heard of Muscle and Fitness. It's pretty much the biggest muscle magazine and fitness brand that there is. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you go up to nine out of ten people, they're gonna at least heard of Muscle and Fitness, and they're regularly doing articles and connecting with big stars. They do stuff with The Rock um so it's a huge deal so i'm excited for it and they're loving the amounts of likes and views the videos are getting they're sending a camera correct to my house uh to film some stuff in the next few weeks with better quality and everything so i'm hoping this thing takes off
4: so uh next question would be are the babies uh are they naturals in front of the camera do they know uh, know how to kind of milk the pose just like robbie E?
0: oh come on bro i mean you know they're learning but yeah they got my blood in them of course
3: and, they, I mean,
0: I've already got them. They did a few commercials already. We're regularly doing auditions and stuff in New York City. So I'm starting them young. But, I, you, know, I want them to be, you know, I want them to live a, a cool, fun life. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, I, I took risk in my life. And, you know, I loved wrestling. And I, I made a lot of sacrifices for it. And I'm happy with the results. And I want them to do the same. So I want to branch them out, start them young, and get them out there doing cool stuff.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely, and muscle and fitness, like you said, you know, they're huge proponents of, of wrestling personalities You know, from The Rock or even having Vince McMahon on the cover of Muscle and Fitness rather famously like 10 years ago. They've always been very friendly to, uh, to the wrestling world, but do you see that as being kind of a perfect marriage with obviously your wrestlers caring about their bodies the way they do and muscle and fitness that really uh, this is something that they, might have, they should have been doing for quite a while here?
0: Yeah, I mean, if it, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, I'm thinking, why not follow in the footsteps? If, if we could get this thing to get bigger, which it's headed in that direction, why not have the dad bod destroyer on the cover of
4: Muscle Fitness magazine? I mean, hey, you never know.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be the perfect compliment to the Vince McMahon uh, issue is the, the Robbie E. Big bro issue and then you can maybe even have like a spray paint over Vince McMahon right bro above him or something like that something uh something a little maybe out of his playbook but talk about too with with having it on a Monday is that kind of like a strategic thing because we all start our weeks on Monday we all get back to work is that kind of like a play for muscle and fitness and and the thought behind the uh, the program to kind of you know pinpoint Monday as your perfect starting point um, uh, you
0: know, now that you say it, probably, I mean, they came up with the the, the day and time. I just kind of went with it. That was them. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess when you think about it, Monday does make sense. Start the week off, right. Give you the workout early on in the week and then you can do it every day throughout the week. So yeah, good call. I should hire you, man.
2: <laughs> now, of course, you know, everything is positive with the dad by story We're doing great things for muscle fitness, but I have to mention Tommy Dreamer on our show did take a shot at you and the dad, Bob. What do you have to say to Tommy Dreamer?
0: Well, first of all, don't get me wrong, I was going to bring this up. Tommy Dreamer tries to take a shot at me every chance that he gets. Why? Because he's jealous of Robbie E. That's right, you could quote it. Tommy Dreamer is jealous and a Robbie E wannabe. And um, what exactly did he say?
2: He said that now you're using your kids to get over. He can't believe that you did something like that. You'll do anything. <laughs>
0: well, it's not using my kids to get over. It's including my kids so that they can get over also. And, you know, you always got to revamp yourself. So now, I'm, you know, it's kind of like I'm making like a little group. It's like when a guy in wrestling, he singles for a while, and then he's got like a little gang and two guys watching his back. Now I got Kesha Carter involved. That's it. But let me just say, I am tired of him running his mouth on Instagram and Twitter and – I on this podcast am challenging him to anything. I'm better than Tommy Dreamer at everything. And I am making any kind of challenge to him, whether it wants to whether he wants it to be a wrestling match, an MMA fight, a boxing match, a karate match, an eating contest. I want Tommy Dreamer in something so I could just beat him over and over again. Can you make that happen?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking about doing maybe a subway eating contest between you guys. Let's see who can eat the most food.
0: Well, I'm in. So you make it happen. Make the time and place. See if he accepts, and I will destroy him.
2: I love it. Is this a long-standing rivalry? It seems like you guys are always taking shots at one another.
0: Yeah, I mean, this has been going on for years. Like I said, I really think he has an obsession with me, and I think he really just wants to be me so bad, you know? He's jealous that I'm more of a hybrid than him. I think I'm willing to take more risks in the ring than him and I'm more hardcore than him and I think he just really, really, really wishes that he was Robbie E.
2: I could definitely see that. It definitely seems like something's going on there. He's definitely not uh, happy with you for for whatever reason, but if I could change gears, just want to mention GFW and kind of your status with them. So what's going on with GFW? Are you still there? Are you still under contract? And You know, when will you be returning?
0: Uh, Yeah, so I am still 1,000% with GSW. And, you know, I think it's just as simple as Jeff came back. Jeff Jarre came back. He's back in charge. And what he wanted to do was revamp the product. You know, now finally it's going in a direction with stability. And I think it's, you know, the right people are there. And it's going to storylines and everything. They're going to start to add up and everything. Um so we wanted to revamp the whole look, you know, new colors, new entranceway, new ropes, and then of course some new faces. And with having new faces you gotta give some of the old faces a break. So myself, Bram, Zemo have just kind of taken off T V to be brought back and the cool thing and good thing about it is for me is I think when I'm brought back I'm gonna be better than ever because, you know, for seven years I have done cool things, x Division champ, two time tag champ, but I think a lot of people have it in their head that Robbie is just kind of like a funny guy and a comedy guy, and I think this will be my chance to come back as something different, you know?
2: Yeah, maybe breaking away from from the comedy aspect, are you looking forward to making your return and kind of breaking away and showing a new level of your character?
0: Yeah, you know, I think people forget that I'm also um, an accomplished wrestler, so this will be a chance to remind them, you know? What better way than to take me away for a little bit and give me a fresh start? So I'm looking forward to it, and I think my fans are also. And I hope you are too, bro. I know Cash and Carter hey. are. I know, Tommy, I know Tommy Dreamer isn't.
2: <laughs> yep, definitely. And, you know, what's interesting is you know, now with Anthem in charge and Ed Norholm and, and them, well, obviously, stronghold on Pop TV. But what are your thoughts on Anthem and this new leadership along with Jeff Jarrett?
0: Um, I mean, hey, they're here. You know, our company's up and running. Um, everybody's getting paid (laughs) and we got a television show. So it sounds good to me. You know, it's all been positive so far and, you know, I look forward to the future. You know, we're here. That's all that matters.
2: Now, recently, as far as not that long ago, a couple days ago, you had the chance to wrestle Jerry, the King, Lola and kind of show a little bit of versatility from yourself there. What was it like wrestling Jerry, the King, Lola?
0: Uh, well, I mean, it, it's not my first time wrestling him. Um, we have wrestled in the past and, but I mean, it's awesome. You know, you get in the ring with someone, I mean, you, people forget. I mean, if I, I am 99% sure that he's 67 years old, I believe. Um, I don't know. Am I right on that? Do you know? Yes. Yep. Is he, okay. So 67 years old. And I mean, the man still throws a drop kick. He's taking backdrops. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's tough as nails. He looks phenomenal. So, you know, more power to him. I hope when I'm 67, I can do what he does and move the way he does. And uh, But, you know, it's, it's just a learning experience. Whenever you're in the ring with a veteran or someone who's been doing it so long, you're always going to pick up little things from them. So just being in the ring with them, win, lose, or draw, I'm learning, which is super cool because that's the cool thing about wrestling. You still could learn. And um, it's a rub, too. I mean, Jerry the King was a huge star, man, and I get to be in the ring with him fighting. Pretty cool.
2: Now, not only... Are you a part of GFW, not only or going to be, but not only you know? Were you in TNA and now wrestling all around, doing muscle and fitness? You are basically a world traveler. You you've gone everywhere. I mean, you have even gone as far as Chile and, and wrestled all the way over there. What is it about Robbie E and the brand and name that you're able to just pick up and you literally will get booked in a foreign country that you know we didn't even know had wrestling, or you'll be in Australia or something? So what is it about you that that everybody's interested in kind of your brand?
0: Uh, I mean, dude, I'm a hustler. You know what I mean? A lot of people, listen, I don't have to go out and bust my ass every weekend and do independence and whatever. I look at it like, while my name means something, you make the money while you can. Um, Not to mention, I still love pro wrestling, so I love being around it. I love helping younger guys. I love learning from more experienced guys. And, you know, with the impact schedule being lighter now, you know, I have all this off time. I don't like being away from wrestling that long. I still need to, you know, perfect my craft and regularly practice it. I like just want to be around. Want the extra money, obviously, to support me. But as far as international stuff, now you know, I guess anywhere you've never been, you're wanted. Um, it's just about people, you know, looking into you know opportunities that they could get. And I do. Like in, in the past few years, I mean, yeah, you said it. I mean, chill Beyond one time in Chile, I'm every few months going to Chile for these huge shows, five thousand seat arenas that are sold out. But you know, in the past year and a half, I've been in. South Africa, Israel, Japan, Mexico, all over the UK. I'm probably forgetting like 40 places. But, you know, I've wrestled in, I think, 46 states. I've wrestled in over 20 countries. I've wrestled, besides Antarctica, obviously, I've wrestled in every continent. I mean, I'm all over, man. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. So, and it's definitely cool because I'm racking up the miles. So now I can do a lot of Disneyland trips with my kids.
2: <laughs> nice. That is awesome. Now, do you have a favorite kind of place that you've been, Chile, Australia, England? Do you have a favorite place that you've uh, wrestled in?
0: I mean, they're all cool for different reasons. The Chile thing is really cool because I kind of, it's hard to say, but I kind of became like a Hulk Hogan there, really. You won't believe it, but I am like this, they love me. So the first time I was there, I was wrestling Matt Hardy, and the fans were chanting Sakawiya at me. And I was embracing it and running around and doing cartwheels. And I thought they were doing this big cheer for me later to find out that Sakawea meant ball sack. So the whole crowd was chanting ball sack at me and I was loving it because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and it turned into the fact that I loved it just turned into, you know, I ended up wrestling that I lost the match, but by the end of it, the people got such a kick out of me. They loved both of us equally. And now every time I'm there, I mean there's signs throughout the whole arena and chants of Mr. Sakawiya and like they love me. So it turned into this big funny thing and they like I'm their favorite. So I am Mr. Sakawea Robbie E in Santiago, Chile and I embrace being a ball sack. But in return <laughs> they love me so it's worth it.
2: That is great. Now where the hell did that come from? Like where do they get that from?
0: I don't know, but I'll take it. <laughs>
2: That is great. That's so funny, and you, you kind of—it's weird with wrestling. You never quite know where you're going to get over, or or how you're going to get over. And is that kind of you know, the secret sauce? You know, to you people, you you kind of just go with the flow, and, and like like I said, with the whole ball sack thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's it. Hey, if they're chanting my name and they're smiling and buying my merchandise there, then ball sack it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're the fans. They choose what they want to entertain them, and if that entertains them, more power to them. I could uh, handle being a ball sack, as long as that's in Chile and not in America. Yeah, I could do it in America, too.
2: <laughs> now, if I could just ask you just originally about uh, TNA and and the Robbie E gimmick when you first came in with the Jersey Shore gimmick. Is that kind of an easy gimmick for you to play? Was that a lot of fun, kind of obviously being from the Jersey Shore?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all the bars that the Jersey Shore people went to, I went to when I was 21, 22, 23. And, you know, now I currently live at the Shore. I always party there all of my young years. So, you know, it was very close to home for me. It was easy. And, you know, a lot of the the friends of Jersey Shore cast members were the same friends of people I knew from being in that area. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty much my life anyway. I mean, of course, I upped it a little bit. You know, you've heard that saying before in wrestling. You extend it to the fullest extent. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was easy for me. And, yeah, it was super fun. I mean, within a few months, Cookie got, the cat fight J-Wow. I got to catfight with uh I got to punk out Ronnie. So there was some cool things going on.
2: Now, Cookie, there's always some controversy surrounding her. Did you enjoy working with her or not so much?
0: Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is.
2: Looking back now, it's
0: like, put it this way, she made me look a lot better because by her making herself look so bad, it made me look great. You know, it's by, <laughs> she just kind of, I think she was just kind of immature for the, the awesome position that we were handed, and I feel like she's learned from it. So if she ever does get something down the road, maybe she'll give it a, you know, she'll know how to handle it better next time.
2: Yeah, and I feel like the breakup with her and then you with Robbie T. Was kind of a, a good uh, transition for you because you get to kind of get that huge bodyguard along with you.
0: Oh, uh, there was nothing better than Big Rob and Bigger Rob. You know, we—if—if you, if you could have been there the day when I handed Rob the pink sweater and I said, "Hey, we're gonna wear these matching sweaters," and then we had the list way before anybody else had the list, and then we had a red velvet rope, and we—you know—it was just so cool and different and hip, and yeah, I really enjoyed my time with. Big Rob. I think Big Big Rob and Big Rob could have uh, been bigger and more things happened with us. We were super cool.
2: Yeah, I like that pairing, and obviously I think a lot of people, if you're a true fan, you remember the list. And remember, you guys kind of did that first. Does that annoy you at all? Like that oh, Jericho, damn it, uh, we did that first. Or not really, you just kind of can roll with it. I, I
0: mean, it is what it is, man. It's pro wrestling. You know, it is what it is. We all take from each other. And, I, you know, I'm not even saying he took from me. I mean, he might not even have known that I did it or whatnot. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pro wrestling. You can't get mad over stuff like that. Who cares? More power to him.
2: And the great thing about your run in TNA, like we said before, X division Champ you know, TV champ, also two-time tag champ. So it's kind of like, you know, you hit every basically every milestone there except for world champ. So you were kind of moving up the card all the way through, and I think bromance bro was, was a huge key for you guys. Great that you guys won the tag titles multiple times, and I really thought you guys had awesome chemistry. Do you agree with you and Jesse?
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, Jesse works so hard. He was kind of. They put him with me because he was kind of green, kind of like Rob, and I was more experienced, so to kind of loosen him up a little bit more. And on his own, I mean, he was training at FCW originally before he was in TNA, then OVW, then the Dudley School regularly while he was on the road trying to like get better, and he did. And um, you know, we just got he just got so good, and then we just working together, we got so good together. And yeah, two time chance. we won him in America, we won him in Japan. We had some amazing matches with the Wolves. And bromance, again, I think it's something that could have went longer. Two reality stars from CBS, first time ever pairing. You know, there's never been a reality tag team before, which I think was a first. And then we had our own personal DJ, where I don't think anyone's ever had their own DJ before. So there was a lot of firsts. So I think it was super cool. Um, There could have been so much more done with it. But again, wrestling, it is what it is, you know.
2: Yeah, definitely, and then you and Jesse ended up feuding, too, which was a pretty long feud, and you guys showed some good chemistry. Do you like kind of flipping it around and flipping the script and actually feuding with him as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was cool to wrestle him, but it was just a time where we both kind of felt it was maybe too soon and, you know, bro weren't dead yet. And then when we got brought back, it was kind of just forced, and not the same, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I could wrestle him every night. I loved wrestling with him. Um yeah, we were just a little both upset because we wanted to have bro be together longer.
4: And, you know, you mentioned the fact that you guys are both reality stars paired together as a team, but I don't think we talked about the Amazing Race the last time we had you on, and obviously it's led to a lot with muscle and fitness, but at the time when you did it, it was a pretty big deal that you and uh, and Brooke Adams were, were competing for the Amazing Race. So kind of look back at that experience, you know. Did that really help you along with all the other things going on outside of just wrestling? And uh, do you look back at the experience as uh, not just fun, but uh, I guess really career-altering?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the biggest reality shows in history. You know, that, along with Survivor and Big Brother, are like the longest running and uh, up there for the longest running um, reality shows. So it's huge. And the fact that we made it to the finals was we were definitely the underdogs and no one expected that, so that was big for us. And I think we were a well-liked team on the season. You know, looking back at it, you know, obviously, do I wish I did it with a different partner? Of course. <laughs> I'm sure she would say the same. But it still was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and it was super cool. And, you know, to this day, I still get recognized for it and everything, even way more than wrestling. I mean, you got to think how many people are watching that on CBS every week. And it's really such a big deal.
4: So if you could pick one partner, who would it be?
0: Uh, well, my wife.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, looking back at that too, you know. Obviously, reality TV from what it's been for the last 20 years basically, it's growing and growing and growing. Now, have you had aspirations to take the Robbie E family the reality route or is it still a little uh, a little too early to tell uh as to uh, the well, hijinks they, they, that they, Robbie it, E's family could have?
0: Well, it's never too early, shoot. Uh we uh no, I would love to. Again, it's just the thing is with right now between wrestling and traveling and babies and chihuahua and wife and house and car, there's so much going on. And now this muscle and fitness stuff, it's just hard to like have time to explore other opportunities right now. You know what I mean? Maybe when wrestling slows down, I'll have more time to put my energy towards that. But with baby twins at home and I'm trying to focus on getting medicine stuff, it's hard to do stuff for myself. I'm kind of. Any of my free time I'm trying trying to focus it on the babies as opposed to me,
4: you know. So what do you think the hardest part has been being a dad thus far? Is it managing the schedule? Is it making sure you're you're present when you need to be? Like what do you think has been the hardest part is being a, a working dad, being a wrestler and kinda of maintaining the home life?
0: Um, just you know, when they're up, you gotta engage them the whole you know. When when they're not sleeping, you they they need to be engaged and it's not one, it's two, so it's a lot of your time. There's times where, you know, I want to do, like I said, hey, what, I want to have longer workouts, but I can't. i got to work out shorter, do it at home, or do the dad bod workout. You know, there's times I want to go shopping or play on my phone or just do things for me, and just that doesn't happen anymore. You have to, you know, put your time to your kids. And, again, it's not one, it's two. And, I mean, luckily, it's all I know. You know, I don't know how easy it is that one because I only know having two. So, you know, I'm used to it. We got them down to a great schedule, but. I will say the cool thing is my wife travels for work also, but it works out where she kind of does during the week and I do on the weekends. So luckily we get to spend all of our time with them. We don't have to put them in daycare or anything, which is cool. So it's it's us raising them and everything, which is great. So I will say that we're proud of that.
4: Now my tag team partner here uh, is a, is a twin. So having twins now, I got to ask you, is it true If something happens to one of the twins, does the other one feel it, and do they react? Because I know uh, one of these guys, if you punch the other one, I don't know if he feels it, but uh, he definitely scratches his head or scratches his balls or something like that uh, once he gets knocked.
0: Uh, No, you know, weirdly enough, they're so different. Not only do they look different, but they act so different that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they'll stare at each other when, like, one cries and stuff, but I don't know if they're full-on feeling it yet. I think it's too young to tell. But I think they're just going to be totally different people, which is cool.
2: Yeah, it's tough sometimes being a twin when, you know, especially me, we were identical, and everyone would be like, oh, you guys probably think the same way, act the same way, like the same sports teams, or good at the same sport. And, you know, it doesn't usually work out that way. I don't think people realize twins are two separate people.
0: Yeah, I know. I feel it. <laughs>
2: Now, as I start to wind it down here, i got to ask, because literally from the start of your career as Rob Echos, you know, to, to kind of coming along now, Robbie E, and making your name all over the place, even being ball over there in Chile, do you have a favorite match or maybe a couple favorite matches in your career? Because you've been around the block a long, long time.
0: Um, it's hard to say. I get asked that a lot. I mean, it's always memorable when you win titles. So beating Jay Lethal for the X Division title, beating Eric Young for the television title, things that stand out. I mean, favorite opponents. I mean, I love, again, wrestling Eric Young. I love wrestling Bobby Roode. I mean, I could just go on and on about favorite matches and opponents. It's really too many to name. There's not, like, one specific that stands out.
2: Is there anybody, maybe, a dream match of a guy that you haven't wrestled yet that you would like to wrestle?
0: Um, no. I mean, does anyone. Anyone that I haven't wrestled, uh, you know, I would love to wrestle because I always love wrestling new people just to get the different experience. So, again, not really, I know it's a lame answer, but not really, like, one specific, just anyone.
2: And now a lot of people don't realize how long you've been wrestling. You started in 2000, right? Like, that was the start of the career? Yeah, I'm
0: 33, and I had my first match on my 17th birthday. So that was in 2000, 17 years ago pretty crazy I, time flies man
2: <laughs> isn't it crazy to think that you're basically when you step in any locker room you're like you're the big veteran around
0: it's it's kind of wild isn't it i that's it's scary
2: <laughs> and i think your old trainer i think kevin knight i think he actually just retired if i if i'm correct on that i might be wrong i think he just actually ended up retiring
0: uh i know the wrestling school closed i don't know if he retired or he actually might have been already. Who knows? I haven't been in contact with him in years.
4: All right, so let's take it back to the Dad Bod Destroyer. Let's talk about it one last time. Give us the final pitch and the final uh, what we have to look forward to in coming weeks, and give us the the, the last little uh, promo here for the Dad Bod Destroyer series. Uh, that's
0: it. You know, again, I'm all social media Mondays, ten thirty a.m. Eastern. Check it out. Give it a retweet. Give it a like. Give it a share. Whatever you got to do to spread the word. And um, yeah, I'm Twitter and Instagram at Robbie E Impact. My website Robbie-E.com. And yeah, please give it a shot. Do your workout. Whether you're or not, you'll enjoy it or at least get a laugh out of it.
4: Now they're very good, and we definitely—I think—if you talk to John off air, I think we got a good candidate for your uh, for your vlog. So uh, yeah, if you want to set that up, maybe we could set up some kind of two-man power trip, uh, Robbie E Dad Bod Destroyer Challenge. Dude, let's do it! <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Robbie. Appreciate you coming back. And next time uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure you're hungover again, and we can talk
0: a little more ball sack Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs>